The Holy Gospel according to St. John, chapter 1. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become the children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. And John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. The Gospel of the Lord. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you for giving us grace upon grace, and one of the gifts of that grace has been made children of God. Let us live as children of God so others may see your love. In Jesus' name, amen. I wish Christmas would last just a little longer. Easter gets seven weeks. Pentecost gets 20, yeah, two to five weeks. Lent gets six weeks. Advent gets four weeks. Christmas, 12 days. And and if you actually figure in New Year's Day, Eve, it doesn't even get to be 12 days. It's more like four or five days. We tend to put Christmas into one day. In our family, the tree goes up late and stays up through all of Christmas, except this year. I don't know where the tree is. I don't know where the decorations are and boxes don't look like Christmas presents. But this John verse, it makes us look at Christmas in a different way. It's not the traditional words. What wasn't read was, in the beginning was the word. Well, that makes us think of Genesis. But it's Christmas. Those are Christmas stories. So Christmas may only last one day, but it gets us into a cycle of what God is. 
Christmas, in John's words, reminds us that Jesus is part of God's Son. And there's some nice words there. And in the end is we have hope. We know that our human life will end, but we have hope for life eternal. And it's every day of the year that that faith builds and builds. Why? Because God loves us. Because God cares for us. God cares about our welfare. So we have worries. None of them are too small. We have challenges. None of them are too great that God will not be with us. Emmanuel, God with us. God's equipped to handle what we face. And he promises to be with us, to be with our worries and our challenges, with our hopes and with our dreams, and with each other. Because in Luke's story, God comes as a baby for us. There's a phrase about halfway through the lesson. Grace upon grace. I really like that phrase. Grace is a gift. Grace is a blessing. So gift upon gift come from God. The word grace is only used four times in the book of John. And after the prologue, this opening chapter, the word grace is not used ever again. But John writes about it. He tells us what grace tastes like. It smells like, it looks like, it sounds like, it feels like. He keeps giving us stories about grace. And so that is Christmas. For John, God became flesh. God committed God's self to grace, to love, so that we would know what it is about. There's another phrase in the text today. No one has ever seen God. Stop and think about that for a second. No one has ever seen God. Duh! We don't see God. We see the Son who reveals the Father's heart. But we don't see God. We may want to. We may feel that we need to see God when our needs are the greatest, when there's illness, when there's death. We want to see God. When there's a job loss, we want to see God. When there's depression or loneliness, a disconnection from the world, we want to see God. But we don't. We're not able to see God. That's why we need Christmas. God comes 
so that we may see what God is like in Jesus. And that hope lives within us. Third little phrase in the text today. But to all who receive him, who believe in his name, he gives power to become the children of God, who were born not of blood or the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of the will of God. God makes us children of God. It's not the things that define us, but it is God who gives us a definition. We know God's love because he has loved us. Grace upon grace. And then John changes the phrase just a little bit. He says grace and truth. The word became flesh and as dwelling among us And we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Full of loving kindness and mercy. Full of truth. God is what God is. There is no hiddenness about God. He is always the same. He is full of grace. He is full of truth. When we need something solid, God is there for us. Trust in God. Receive God's grace. This is our life as children of God. So we've celebrated a happy new year. We've celebrated Christmas, and we end Christmas celebration today, Epiphanies tomorrow. But the question still remains. Have we met God yet? Or have we met God again? Have we met this Jesus guy who's full of grace and truth? Because you can't meet God and walk away. There's an invite. There's a welcoming that says, come to me and let me love you. God's grace and truth changes our life every day. We want to see great miracles. But what we see is a child born in a manger, a carpenter who teaches his son to be a carpenter. Pretty low tech, pretty quiet, pretty loving. So we have the story. We have the love. Now we can share it with someone else. So Christmas does mean a baby in a manger. It means that God's face is in an infant, 
And there's the outpouring of God's love for us. Amen.